This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California. This is the Napsack Files. I'm Ken Napsack. And welcome to another interview here on the podcast feed. What built the podcast feed? It's not all Sizzler and 7-Eleven talk. It's talking with people who I know, who I find fascinating, interesting, and think they have stories to tell, whether they think they do or not. Uh, Getting to my guest here shortly. But before we do that, I am excited to announce, officially, this is... This is a bit of a pre-taped episode, so I'm releasing this later. We'll see what happens by then. I'm a little scared and nervous, but I can officially announce it has been announced. My book, Why We Love Star Wars, The Greatest Moments That Built a Galaxy Far, Far Away, is available wherever you can get your books online and other spots. I have more information on that later when I actually know. But you can get it on Amazon. Just type my name and find Why We Love Star Wars. Coming out May 15th, available for pre-order now. Oh, that's exciting. That's nerve-wracking. We'll talk about that another time, because I got a guest here. You might have... Well, she's she's written a ton of things. She's a writer, but she's also a musician. She can play bass. She's a Beatles fan. She's done a lot of things. And if you're a nerd, you've probably seen some of the stuff she's done, including Justice League action and my favorite thing of her catalog, Forces of Destiny. Star Wars Forces of Destiny. For Lucasfilm, please welcome Jennifer Murrow. Hello. How are you? I'm fabulous. I'm just grooving to this music, man. I'm like, who wrote this? This is generic, non-licensed, nondescript music. Oh, so it's like you know, it's a radio-friendly. I buy the I buy the rights. In, nice. in, 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 uh it's become uh, it replaced my original theme song, which a friend of mine in Texas wrote. Oh. Uh, though I use that on Patreon, but it's yeah, it's groovy, it's man. got groovy. a groove. I'm just like, hmm. yeah, yeah. Around. It's like a, it feels like it's got a rock, <laughs> rock and roll vibe. It's Jen Murrow, Jen yeah. Murrow. Hello. I'm so happy to do this because um, <laughs> I knew your name first before I knew you, and then I got to interview you on in Collider Jedi Council. That was fun. But the same week. My good friend and frequent Knapsack Files guest, Matthew Ryanke, was like, hey, do you know who Jennifer Murrow is? And I said, uh, Force is a destiny person? He's like, yeah. Hey, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna create some stuff together. So there's some other whole thing we'll talk about some of the time. Oh, yeah, that's fun stuff, too. And so over then, I think I, 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 I can say, now you've become a friend. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's been, what, a y- two years? Uh, two since years. Force of Destiny, yeah, yeah. April yeah, April. So right now, 2017. Wow. Is this about April 15th? Yes, it's roughly around that so time. So literally today. In this pre-taped episode that Ken <laughs> does not know when he's going to release later. <laughs> Approximately April 17th or so. Of 2017. Yes. 2017. So it was it was April 15th, 2017, yep. I think that weekend. And it was, was announced at celebration. It was announced at celebration, yeah. And I think it was yeah, and I had met that's mm. when I met all the gang and Janina Gavankar and yeah. Sam Witt, where I finally, I had met Sam Same a around. couple of months earlier yeah. at a uh, Rebels dinner with every, everybody. A Rebels dinner? I yeah, like so that. Yeah, so it was like, it was like D. Brad and Tia. The and, whole team. Uh, the whole team and, uh, and uh, Vanessa Marshall and mm. she, she's. Great, got, yeah. Got a whole steak and it was fantastic. <laughs> and so it was like, it's a steakhouse situation. You got, you got pulled into the Star Wars family then. It, w- it was, and then I, I had nerded out on something and, you yeah. know, Sam's like, hmm, hmm, who are you? Why are you here? What are you doing? What's I, I going can, on? I can hear Sam say that. <laughs> and we, I couldn't talk about it at the time, but yeah, um, but yeah and then and then Kyle Newman and I yeah. got to meet Jet and everybody. So now, that, now we're like the family. Jet is Matt as in Jet Lucas, you know, Jet Lucas, l- little yeah. relation to little little bit to do with Star Wars yeah, family, just just, just a wee bit, and uh, the whole team, yeah, yeah, and so and we, we had the Star Wars family um, like feed. That's from, awesome. Uh, still to this day on uh, 
On Twitter. On Twitter, yeah. On, on Twitter, DM. Once you're in, you're in. And I guess that's a good place to start. But you, you, your writing career has gone on, I mean, it's over a decade now that you've been, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Probably, I've been freelancing since 2005. And during right. that time, I was, I've done every other job. I also think the 90s is the last decade. So 2005 feels like 10 years oh, to me. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's no, it, it's crazy. 15, no, yeah. it is. I still, yeah. I don't think I'll ever get used to that. It's, until it's too late. Until, it's, <laughs> until I'm in the grave. Pretty much. Yeah, yes. I don't know what, I don't, I, the 90s, everyone knows my obsession with 90s rock music. It was my radio career, college years. I don't know what it is. I'm still like, yeah, you know, uh, last uh, last decade, right. in 1997. And we're like, it's <laughs> almost 2020. It's so. almost, yeah, it blows my mind. No, so it's you, terrifying. Did you, uh, you come out here? Where are you from? You're an East Coaster, I'm right? I'm New Yorker. New Yorker, as if you can't Island. tell. You got some uh, Italiano. Uh, Massa Pico Italiano. Yeah. Yeah, so Grow, um, grown up, I know too many Italians. I, well, there's not a lot of Italians here. I mean, right. my my um, my mom's the first one born. I'm um, the first one born here. My mom came in 1963. So the, okay, the Beatles. She beat the Beatles by like <laughs> she was six on the, months. She was on the same flight. Same, right? same yeah, same got flight. down the plate. The flight. They came <laughs> over by boat. That's by how boat. you do it. Yeah. That's that's so, how my that's uh, how my family did no. too. But so. in 63, yeah. you think like that the boat days are over. You think? But it was it was more yeah. like a ship ship. The ship, an actual really, ship. It was really cool. My dad was Ellis Island in 1951. Oh, so not that much yeah. earlier. Not okay. that much. Yeah. So you come over. So, yeah. Your first generation. Then. The first generation. Right. And, you know, Italian girl, like, you don't leave the family. You don't, no. That's not something you do. And so for me, saying oh, yeah. to go, go do this is crazy what, talk. What part of New York exactly you? So Long Island. Long Island. Is, so basically, it's okay. like, I think the Baldwins are from there, and Jerry Seinfeld was from there, and... I think, I mean, even, even like Twisted Sister, like had a house there, like oh. something is in the water in Massapequa. I don't know uh, what the heck it is, but a lot of people specifically from Massapequa. What, what part of the, I, Farmingdale, I, so it's so, Nassau County border. Nassau, okay, okay, I got that a little bit. Yeah, South Shore, more South Shore. Like I know, I know Bryant Park at Times Square, that's all I know about New York. Yeah, we're, we're on like, we're on like, we, can, we have the Long Island Railroad right to Penn. That's all yep. you need to know. We're on that line. And, and anyone who's listening from there is like, is. Massapequa, Massapequa Park, Wantaw. Like, they know the line. They, they, when I meet people. Oh, they, please. They, they do the, like, the, 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 the train, train person. Train person? Yeah, so I was like. I want people to tweet that in. A video of you uh, doing that. Tweet it to Jen and I after this uh, episode. Uh, you are a nerd. You're a nerd. I I've am. been to your house for a party and I walked in and was like, that's the best nerd cave I've seen ever. And by cave, I mean the entire house. house. Did that begin over there in Long Island? Where did, yes. where, where did it set in? When did you know, oh, when oh, did you know I have a man, problem? man, I should have probably brought some photos because like, what started with my beat, my, my room was entirely Beatles. But before that, my room was entirely like. We're going to do like, a lot of minutes on that. Oh, okay. Well, we had like I had like it was all like the team, but like Michael J. Fox and and Will oh, yeah. and Will Wheaton was on my wall, which was so great. And now I'm friends with Will. Now you're friends freaking, with Will. Yeah, it's really weird. And um, all, all, all of that. <laughs> and then, but I loved Star Trek: The Next Generation back then, so yeah. that was like a thing. That's the thing. And then that switched to all the Beatles, and then playing D and D in senior year of high school, and then I and mean, then there was no turning back. And, th and by the way, yeah. like I played Dungeon when I was seven. My dad bought. The dungeon, the dungeon game? Do you the, remember that dungeon game? I kind game? of remember that. Oh, okay. Oh, right. You're not a D&D &D person too much. Well, I'm not because I wasn't allowed to as a kid because- It was evil? Uh, evil and, oh, okay. and devils and demons, so I wasn't okay. allowed so to. So hashtag evil. Got it. Yes. Okay. So even later, my, my only time I've ever played D&D, &D, Matt Mercer did DM the game at, at oh, Matt Key's house. I feel nice. like I've been blessed, oh, yeah, yeah. but I was still like, don't tell my mom. And I <laughs> was like 38. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, that stuff doesn't go away. But uh, yeah. yeah, so- after that, it was, and by the way, I mean, the reason I'm here is Spielberg and yeah? Goonies and oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Last Jedi probably more than anything else and Back to the Future. Wait, The Last Jedi or Last Emperor? Would you, you said Last Jedi. Oh, uh, The Return of the Jedi. Jesus. <laughs> See, this is how much I was been ingrained with, with the last episodes I did of Forces Force of Destiny. Of Everything was like Lesha, Lesha, Lesha. No, I get it. I, I mean, look, oh and that's you know one of my favorites I'm too. I'm not but, that young, but yeah, I know I, I, know I look great. But you I'm not look that spectacular, young. but, not but that young. okay, that makes that makes sense. But yeah, I was like, I was like, last the last Emperor got you into nerd them. Okay, interesting <laughs> okay. choice there. Yeah, yeah, so, Return so, the Jedi. Yeah, and all of those, and and then Jurassic Park happened, and that was the end of that. I was like, okay, I have to come to California. And yeah. I made it happen. I went to USC and I got here and I, mm. I got, I stayed and I don't know how, by luck and by a lot of help from people and tears and yeah. struggling and you just do it. You're a Trojan. You're a Trojan. Yeah. Was it, 
writing early on? Because because I didn't, you know, upon first meeting you, I yeah. just meet you through the writing worlds and Star Wars and this and that. And then as eventually it's revealed, oh, Jen can lay down some bass licks on that bass guitar. <laughs> yeah, and- I was in an all-female rock band in New York. <laughs> Uh, in New York Africa. too. Because I like I went back to New York for like maybe a year. Okay. Um, before before I came back here again, and I originally came. I wanted to do film scoring. John Williams was really? my life. That's why I came went to USC. I wanted to do. That. Okay, so that's mean. So it isn't necessarily writing. It's no, film score. No, it was just it was wow. film and music and. Yeah, yeah. But this was a long time ago. I'm not gonna say what year, but. Um, <laughs> uh, but like back then, you didn't. They there was I think it was very early Pro Tools. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Amazon Jazz Drives. Anyone who's old enough knows what that <laughs> yes, is. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, and you just, you, it's a very prestigious school and it's yeah. something that you need to have mm-hmm. the chops for that. And I always just kind of play it on the cup. I think now would be a very different situation. And yeah. You can, everything's, you know, digital. Digitalized, yeah, it. yeah. I could do it. To pick that up now would be exhausting. But yeah. uh, but that's why I did that. And then, so I went back to New York and banned for a year. And that was September 11th time so oh, in wow. New York. So that did not Different. work out. Yeah, that was... Yeah, and I'm not the best freaking bass player, by the way. I mean, Norman, piano, I, piano and guitar are my first two instruments. And bass is... Uh, okay. But I'm a lefty bass player because of Paul McCartney. Sure. I, I did pick... I started when I was 15. Well, okay. I started playing piano when I was six. Uh, the, usually that hits year. young. Piano is not something people just... I got to pick up at 50. But you I know? still can't read to this day. Like, like I would cheat because my teacher would play it once and then I'd know it. I'm one of those people. Well, but yes, so is Sir Paul McCartney. He was didn't, he? yeah, he didn't read music. Okay. He just tinkled. How did Scrambled I... eggs. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, how we did I it. I love your legs. Yeah. Yeah. No, so did I, uh, I did not realize that. I probably knew that. He may now, that. but then he <laughs> I'm did. I'm sure he knows now. Yeah. Because no that's why he was worried about like, let it be. He, he like, he woke up with like a dream and he was like, I, that this had to have been written already. Right. I mean, so those, yeah. he doesn't know the music. So you're, you're like Paul McCartney. Great. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm totally okay with that. And I'm naturally a lefty. It just kind of yeah, happened. Yeah. But I, I do love bass. Drums, I just can't do. I think I always That's wish tough. I could do drums, and it's tough. So bass, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I miss it. And like I'm meeting friends now who also play things. And like yeah, Veronica yeah. Baker, who's a yeah. friend of mine, and she plays drums. See? So I'm like, mm, we should play the together. Get the band back together. It would be fun. It would be super fun to do something here, like just, just a jam or for yeah. a charity or just like a bunch of nerd girls like doing that. Well, you get the, uh, I know you've been to a couple of shows and, and uh, my friend Roger Craig Smith has invited me, so I can't get out to them. There's a group of the female VO artists oh, that have Slaughter. a band, right? Oh, Slaughter? Is that what I'm... Oh, uh, well, it's not... I mean, it's Kari Walgren. Okay. Um, she... she They just... She, Kari started this tribute band to Slaughter. That's what I... It's that's Slaughter. What it is. Slaughter, yeah. And she, they are fantastic. And, yeah. And there's... They don't play. I mean, although okay. she... Kari knows how to play bass. And okay. Mary Elizabeth McGlynn is yes. one of the boys, and Sarah Cravens is another. They're the three who are singing. Okay. And then there's a band, and... Gotcha. It's just super fun. And they do takes on it, but like amazing arrangements, like a jazz one and like a choir awesome. and it's crazy. So it's not a permanent thing. It's more like a once in a while. Well, thing. then my point is you can have a permanent one. <laughs> yes, I can absolutely do that. When, so this is fascinating. You hear John Williams music, you're, you're, you're mm-hmm. listening to the Ewok March and Return of the Jedi and the and goodies. And you're like, well, I want to do that. And all right, you go back and you play, but writing is now you're known for what you're doing among other things, yeah. but that's, that's your bread and butter. Which is amazing. How does that switch? Well, I think, I mean, by the way, I always loved it. And here's mm. why I think it's, well, the, well, the switch happened in my brain along with music was when Goonies came out, there was a magazine. There was mm-hmm. like a, a magazine, like of how all the, how things were done. And, oh, yeah. I, and I, just, they showed how like they did all the practical effects. And I was just fascinated by that. And I, and then, and then I started buying Cinefix and all yes. those, I remember those big, thick, Absolutely. And so like I was super into like ILM and all of that stuff. So there was other parts I loved other than just the music. So I don't think it was that unnatural. And I, and oh no. And then I've always created stuff. I Mm -hmm. I, I like the bigger picture. So I'm definitely a very much a producer at heart. Yeah. Um, So that was in me. It it was for the best. And then I went into film production at USC. So, but I, then I composed my own stuff in my, in my dorm room. You know, awesome. on my that's, keyboard. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. So you got you got your scores sent, taken care of. If yeah, you yeah. But I, so I get your, you go there for one thing. I, I get that process there. But what, did you just, did you feel at the time, hey, I'm a one-stop shop? Or when did you, when did you start writing? Like, I want to know that transition. I started in, I start, I wrote a Batman. Okay. Like, like animated series 
probably spec back in 90, okay. the 90s where I didn't even like, I'm not, I wasn't even, like I didn't even have USC yet. Like what the hell was I thinking? I also, oh, I, I love, I, I love youth for that. Like, like <laughs> ambitious. I, I, I did a Dragon Lance adaptation, yeah. Dragons of Autumn Twilight. I did. I have a two-hour movie still that I, I, I had so, no business adapting this screenplay. I yeah. still have it, and I did it, and it took a year. And I, so that's like the kind of thing you do when you're an idiot. And yeah, but it's also right. Would you look at eighteen? I applied to yeah. be a part of Letterman's writing staff, and I did get a very nice try again next decade kid letter. But like. <laughs> It's part of youth, but that, youth. I got to yeah. figure that's how you learn too. Cause yeah, you go yeah. to, you go to USC, the best of the best of the best, Yeah, but you're already picking up those skills along the way. I, and I, I mean, I was trying to create cartoons even back then. Um, was it always cartoons? No. Animated, kinda, we should I say. I fell into it sort of. Cause okay. like I, I fell into animation. Yes. Like live action was the thing I was going that, to do and wanted to yeah, do. Yeah. Okay. Um, but also, by the way, I mean, the 90s animated stuff was amazing and a mm-hmm. huge part of my life. Big stuff, yeah. Batman. And, but even like Freakazoid X-Men Animaniacs and, stuff, yeah. and, and X-Men was amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like even the comedy stuff with like all the Warner Brothers stuff was amazing. Uh, yeah, Rocco's Modern, Modern Life is uh, one no, that I used to watch stuff, all the time on Nickelodeon. Which yeah. was crazy. So, yeah, um, yeah it just okay. sort of happened. That's so weird. Your yeah. whole life defined by something that just sort of happened. Sort of happened, yeah. I was on the Your whole life, your whole career, we should say. Well, I was, I, I was a PA in the Nick Cannon show at Nick on Sunset. Okay. And... Maybe a couple months in, they got canceled. Yeah. So I so they needed help in the Burbank. There was a job offer in offer. the Burbank. Yeah. You know, studio, and that's animation. But I didn't mm. know how separate live action and animation was back then, and it really, really is. And so yeah. that's how I fell into it because, and then I started in develop doing development and you know finding stuff, and I love that stuff, and I'm still doing that to this day. Where yeah. I'm, I'm I'm one of those. Oh my God, that's amazing! Why hasn't it been done? Let's do it. Let's produce this. Let me introduce you to people. So I I have that already naturally in me. Yeah, too. I mean, there's it's clearly as I, you know. I, I, well, I I know I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> sing your praises. I've been in a you know in a in a room with a whiteboard with you while you break down stuff, and I've been writing in various forms and reading books and going to schools about it for. 25 years yeah. and there's stuff that I know you've, you, you're probably going to say, I picked it up from this person. That person yeah. doesn't, doesn't matter. It's all you. Uh, and there were things that I was like, Oh, that's how you do it. Oh, that's awesome. And that came okay. from you from being in a room and, and nice. seeing what you can do. So cool. it, it was in you. The force was, was with you, yeah. but it, it's a long road. It is development, all that stuff. But when did you write? Like other than the one, the spec script written in your youth, <laughs> right. when did you sit down pen to paper or finger to keyboard and right. start saying, this is this is it now. You mean for like, like for pay? Well, no, not say oh. for pay, but this transition. How, at what point for those listening? Because we especially have uh, Lapsack Five listeners, a yeah, lot of yeah, younger yeah. listeners. Hey, with career aspirations themselves. Yeah. You're all right. You're doing the old PA this that. Now you're developing. Yes. What what point I, does I, script writing come into it? What point? I think for development. Since as yeah. I, I was as I was a development assistant, I was very good at putting Bibles together and creating mm-hmm. shows, and I helped on one of the Bibles that in the development, okay. I helped write that. And that was probably my first paid thing, but that was like one of the earliest times or after college that okay. I started. That's how I kind of got into it is yeah. writing Bibles. And then, and then and she's the not talking thing. about books of the Bible people, right? Pitch Bibles. Pitch, to- pitch show, yeah. Show, <laughs> show, show pieces. What do they call think, What do they call them? I think most people know that now, but I yeah, yeah. Bibles, you know, right? it's your, it's your PowerPoint presentation in yeah. one way or another. But there's another buy word our for show. It. I forget what the heck it is. It's uh, a pitch yeah. deck. Pitch, pitch deck. deck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I never say pitch deck. But oh, well, I, you know, I, cool. you know why? Because you know, I don't like that one. That is very middle management accountant business person. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's get the uh, deck together to show the, uh, our new payroll system. No, no. Pitch Bible's much pitch more Bible. creative so, and spiritual. <laughs> it sounds more, you know, yes, more hippie. Thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's how I kind of started that. It's just like grab where you can and, mm-hmm. you know, and it's who you know. USC yeah. did not, I didn't do great there. I didn't have the best time there. It's an amazing place, but I was a, I was a small Italian girl who didn't have the social skills mm. in this big pond. You know, my, my, my eighth grade graduating class, I think was 20 people. Wow. Yeah. So like I didn't, the world was very, and I went to like four different high schools and like a lot of Catholic school. And then mm. senior year, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And my best friend down the block had, had went to the public school. and was right. a very, very good public school actually. So I was like, 
And then I went, my senior year was the best year of my life, and that's when I played D&D, and that's when that started. So everything changed because of that senior year. Specifically D&D or just <laughs> Senior year. Did oh, everything. You, everything. You start finding finding where you belong then. Finally, yeah, where I belonged. Yeah. And, and that's in, in when I, it's who, that's why I'm saying it's who, who you, you know. Because I didn't keep a lot from USC. My first opportunity mm. at, at yeah. Nick on Sunset was another guy from Long Island. Right. And he was like, I like you, kid. I'm going to give you a chance. Long Island And forever. I'm like, oh, that was pointless. But, yeah. but awesome. You know, <laughs> Film school was you, pointless. Yeah, Just, I should have met this and guy. And in this day and age, I mean, there's yeah. everything at your disposal. We didn't have the internet like we do <sighs> yeah, now. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. it's amazing what you can do now. Yeah, and, that, and it's funny. that I've talked about it before in some way or another, the who you know. Because you hear that. You hear that wherever you grow up, you hear that about Hollywood. That's ah, who you know, kid. Right. You, go, you want go picture? You're going to get it from who you know. But- what that means, because I failed at it too. Where I think we're similar in this regard. This okay. is why I think I like you. Uh, <laughs> I hit this town from a small town, bigger class, but small town. Yeah. And there wasn't a manual to, hey, here's how you. I, I always go to the Heather Graham joke from uh, 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 Steve Martin's movie uh, Bowfinger. Oh, where do I go to be an actor? Yeah. You know, right. Right. I mean, that's Hi, a joke. Where do I go to be an actor? But yeah. they don't tell you that. And nope. when I landed in '98. And that, I was 97. Uh, so 97. Yeah. Like, we're not, I'm not pulling, you know, the, the, the GeoCities websites of agents are a lot different than they are now. Yep. So I, I failed to connect with people and get to know people. Yep. I just thought you go, you take your classes, someone hands you a golden ticket. Yep. I knew there was work involved, but not that night. Right, right. But in terms of like, mm-hmm. it's not. And the next thing you know, I am watching three of the four people I hung out with for a time at 30 Rock doing stuff for Lauren Michaels yeah. and I'm not, and yeah. it's not on them or me. It's just like, oh, I didn't, not that they would have, it would have happened automatically. Right, right, right. That's what who you know means. Yes. So you're saying you go to USC, the biggest who you know of who you know, it, and you don't know how to navigate those waters. If you don't, then that, those connections don't coalesce and then you, yeah. don't, you don't utilize why you're here. Right. And that's the tough part. Yeah. And then I learned that the hard way and it took a long time and now... It took a long time to unlearn a lot of the old, mm. you know, things I was brought up with. Me too. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and <laughs> as he sips his whiskey, as we both sip our whiskey. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it, some things take some time. They do take some time. Yeah. When was, for me. when was the first project? And I know there's all, we're always searching for the next thing, but when was the first project that you're like, this is this is it. Not necessarily that you're living on a house on a hill, uh, right? Not money wise. Money but wise, like, but cool, like, like, okay, this is my career. I'm good at this. I know I'm good at this, and all the roads so far lead here. And I want I want the road to keep going. It's pretty. I don't know. It's pretty recent. I mean, back in '05, I think it started where I was getting gigs, but I was also like editing at the time and doing sound stuff and doing and right. doing script stuff and like so I was doing a lot of stuff, but like. I think once I left the studio system and then, you know, I feel like Justice League was probably one of the first ones. And I, I've said this in other mm-hmm. interviews before, but I think walking into Alan Burnett's office and mm-hmm. seeing Batman yeah. the Anime Series cells on the wall and my, I worked at Warner Brothers Studio Store and it's like, your brain breaks. Yeah. I, that, do you remember that speck of animated right. series? And here I am pitching to, to Alan Burnett yeah. and this, and it's, so that's the moment where like, that's an out of body moment that right. like your 20 year old self's going like, it's a dream. Uh, like, it's like you won the, it's like, it's yeah. like, I'm, I'm dead. Aren't I? Like, and you look around like right. I'm fucking dead. Right. Yeah. This is a joke. Yeah. And that, the, I think probably that was one of the big most, obviously star Wars was another insanity. Oh, yeah. And so it's, yeah. And, and I don't even know if I've gotten to the, Oh my God, it's what I want to do forever yet. But it's, well, getting, it's getting towards that direction. You're waiting for your first album of your rock band to release, right? Right. See, you know, man. <laughs> like, I didn't want to have to say that, but yeah. yeah that's the way life is. The way life is. And not saying this is entirely what you're saying there, but like when I was in radio, the thing that I love more than anything, the thing I won't shut up about, I love radio, I was trying to get out. Because I, want, I wanted yeah. to go do comedy. I wanted okay. to go to L.A. I get to L.A., do comedy. Well, I, this is, I want to go, I want to screenwrite. I get to start doing some screenwriting. And sometimes you I don't know, discover. It, yeah. So you were just trying to figure it out. That it all comes back to me in a microphone. There, where I began where 25 began. years ago. Also, it's so weird because, yeah. But also, the climate has changed. I mean, look yeah. at look at Critical Role. 
we were yes. nerds in a basement and now that is a thing where people want to watch and, and be included and part of it. And yeah. it's like a sport in a way and, yeah. and an inclusion. And, and I was just talking about that today mm. where it's fans are going along for the ride with, with the people on, on the screen yeah. live. I mean, they're, they're as surprised yeah. as the people at home. And for that, those that you can't fake that. I think most people who are listen, listening will understand and know what critical role is. But for those, and right. especially if my mother's listening, um, critical role is uh, a group of voiceover, generally voiceover uh, actors. Uh, mm-hmm. I always hate saying that because they're actors because it's hard. Right. It's, it's, it's that, you know, you, you've actors, directed yes. VO now and yes. you've been around VO. And um, there's a it's an absolute craft, and they're yep. they're actors first, and they happen to be super skilled at voiceover yeah. acting on top of that. And it's always been the yeah, and it's a special trait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing a silly voice in it, but side, aside from that, they get together. What four or five years ago now? They're playing D and D. They put it in front of camera. This is you know I forget who, whoever suggestion came about. Yeah, flash forward. It takes a little time, but flash forward. It's one of the hottest things in 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 the digital media space and in yes, the entertainment space. Absolutely, a record breaking Kickstarter, record which breaking, you yeah. are involved in. That's yeah. uh, that's been announced. You're doing some writing for that. I am. Yeah, it was pretty Would, amazing. I mean, I met Travis and Laura a long time ago, yeah. and then I met everyone thereafter, and also mm-hmm. a lot of the same connections and. Yeah. And I, I, as they grew, I grew and did all the, all the other shows and then yeah. Star Wars happened and it's like, okay, then, and, yeah. then here we are. So you get behind that movement. And, and now I'm running a show for Crunchyroll. Yeah. I, and it's not announced yet. Okay. And it's probably, it'll probably be, I'm hoping by fall. I'm hoping by fall. It'll be I mean, announced. it works well. And now I'm, I'm like, like I do voice directing or yeah. helping with casting or doing like all the whatever. And it's. I'm at that level and I'm running a room. So, yeah, running a room and finding yourself. Which is crazy. So now I'm like, now is the time. Now is the time. To be able to be capable of stuff. Let us talk Star Wars a little bit. Now <gasps> we're, we're going to get you on Force Center. Yeah. That old, that old bean. <laughs> we are going to get you on Force Center for sure one one day soon to go into more detail. But awesome. And that actually, that's how when, when Matt Key says, do you know who Jennifer Murrow is? And I'm like, why? Yeah, what? Oh yeah, she tweeted some picture out at Lucasfilm or something, yeah. and I remember some story. That's how we first heard. Uh, that's because okay. yes. I'm covering Collegiate of Council. Uh, you know, uh, Justice League writer right, right, Jennifer right. Burroughs saying she's doing something with Lucasfilm, well, which is crazy. It was yeah. just like I didn't like. I you always ask permission, and, sure, and in like you're supposed to be in the photo and the whole thing. Like you yeah. can't just take pictures of stuff and. Po- but I asked, and mm. I, I'm pretty sure they said yes, and then it got a lot of attention. They're like, yeah, maybe you should take it. You had to down take it down. Things. I mean, we ran with the story. We were covering the story. Yeah, but like I was like, I'll totally take it down. I didn't yeah. expect that much interest it's, in it. But it's like Star Wars, I, I know, and I didn't understand the the, the Star Wars news cycle and fervor. Or, yes. Or, yes, I mean, I do understand the fervor, but not yeah, like yeah. articles on it. Like I'm like, oh, well, it's that age, you know. You t- you know, Mark Hamill tweets something, and it's 14 yeah. articles about how he hates something when I know he loves it, and, and it's yeah. just a weird time. Had I known, I wouldn't have Interesting. done that at all. Of course, I mean, yeah. like, but I, I did ask, and so and they're probably. Yeah, I, I think they're. I maybe even then because it's prior. What, what what would that be? 2015 range. 2016. 20 yeah 2016 maybe yeah. summer of 16. It's, I seem to recall oh. it after Force Awakens when yeah, we're yeah. still in that new Star Wars is back hype period. Oh yeah, and that yeah. was part of it. It was like, well, what's this? Right. You know. And so yeah. So that that was a lesson learned in terms of uh, though it was supposedly okay. It's like you still can't well, really. I'm not it's, trying to get you in trouble again, Jen. No. You did well, but that but I, that, but I, it's I, but I it's funny because that is my first memory of you not yeah. knowing who you were is. Oh, she's the one who tweeted. She, so excited. she, yeah, she was excited about working course. with Star Wars. So without, and there might be things uh, you, you, you can't say or not feel comfortable saying there's a, a, a veil of secrecy around Lucasfilm at times. Understand that. Mm. Um, the process, though, of getting to write an official Star Wars Lucasfilm property and a wonderful animated series that I oh, I, I love so much. And that was what was also... If you had written something horrible, I would have had a tough time and like, okay, that you, thing. you ruined stuff. That's not me. No, no. Le- you would have just smiled through your teeth and t- been fine. But I legitimately, uh, and I've written about it. It's it's yeah. in the upcoming book. Uh, one of, specifically one of the episodes you wrote. A, it was a, we'll say kids based series. That's a quick way to market it. It's short YouTube based Star Wars digital media. Right. Um, but it was canon stories. Unseen that, moments. Unseen moments yeah. in the corners of the movies, um, which I will get into that too. But um, how, how does that even begin to happen? Uh, your brain breaks. 
and, yeah. and you get lucky and you happen to be doing other female driven stuff. Like okay. I was doing, you know, Lego DC superhero girls at the time. And I, my samples and my, my other writing of my own are, were all female driven. Okay. And, and, and yeah, for the most part, that's what it forced this destiny is. Yes. And it was, um, and, you know, yeah. in, in the features and the TV shows and mm-hmm. everything, it's, it was mostly about like, you know, the heroines mm-hmm. of star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. And you, you begin that, be- and you, you you happen to work with Dave Filoni at Nickelodeon when he was on Avatar, and we were together there at the same time. So okay. that's why, and and you know, and by the way, someone else might not have been available. I have no idea. Like it, it doesn't matter, but yes, but I was in the you know right place, yeah. right time, knew the right person, and there's luck, but you have to be prepared. It's and and what I was doing at the time, so it's not just luck. It's it's a combo. Preparation is always key. Exactly. You don't just stumble into it, and next thing you know, you're writing Star Wars without some skills and, and reason to be there. Right. So it was the good. T- it was the good timing. So how did you hear about it? Oh, it was just your manager management team says, "Hey, Star Wars is looking for a Star War." I it mean, was, it was really Dave. It was, it was really Dave. Dave. Yeah, absolutely. The man in the cowboy hat. Yep, that's the man, and he's brilliant. And I, you know, he's. I remember when this all happened back yeah. before Clone Wars, and wow. to see him go from yeah Nickelodeon to that is like awesome, and I'm so happy for him. You, yeah, that's funny. You know, it's funny. I never. Really, I'm so familiar with him as a Star Wars person. Yeah, I've never really tracked his career before that. So oh, yeah. he was at Nickelodeon, yeah, Avatar, that kind of stuff. Avatar, yeah, and, did uh, not. I didn't. I mean, just yeah, I never stopped. Him, I remember him sitting and doing the. Yeah. And like the animatics and right. looking at stuff. And I mean, there was a reason why they called him back then to yeah. do the thing. And I told him. Yeah. And I'm sure he's told the story a million times. I'm, I'm assuming. Not here. Not here. So, not Dave, come thing. on down. Um, I've sat, I sat next to him at the Rebels finale viewing at uh, Disney's uh, the, the lot. Oh, we got, how long ago was that? Uh, whatever the finale was. It was like two weeks before the finale aired on TV. Uh, we collider video. Uh, We're, Rebels. Of, of rebels, okay, yeah, rebels. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got and we just happened. Me and Perry Nemiroff, I'm glad we sat next to him. And uh, you talk, you he knows you. You uh, he no, he wouldn't know me. No, no, oh. no, no, no. Unless it's like. He know, we, me and Christian and the talking heads of Collider that I know the hell out of all of them. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, you're the you're. Crazy. I drunkenly accosted me. Did Mackie ever tell you that story? No, which one? What story? We drunkenly accosted Dave Filoni at San Diego Comic Con. I want to say 2014 or 2015. No, 2014. I've not heard, I've not heard that story. We were at a party, one of those uh, what is it, the Nerd HQ, one mm-hmm. of those Zach Levi parties, whatever, at, okay, at, at yeah, Petco, yeah. Petco Park, and we're there, and we've got a few <laughs> tossed back, and I see Dave walking up, and he's you know got the cowboy hat on. I don't know who was standing next to him. Someone was next to him, and they're okay. walking. And I said something to Dave, and, and Key and I are like, "Let's say something. Let's say something." We're like, "Dave Floney, Dave, how's it feel to write some, some cool Star Wars oh. better than the prequels?" Ha! And he's just like, "Thanks, God, thank you." And like his friends, like, "Yeah," laughing, but we're just like, "You're the best man." And he just kept going, and he has no memory of that. We have memory of it. We barely have a memory of it. Um, I'll tell him the story if I ever ever get a chance to. But um, yes, that's enough about Dave. More about Jen Murrow. <laughs> You get brought in, yeah. got it, your samples, they like it. Take me to the moment, Jen. Come on, that's what us nerds want to know. You get the call from the mouse house. Come on. Take me to that yeah, moment. Yeah, oh God. You Which get an email? One? There were a couple of them. I think it was a sl- no, slow burn. It was a slow, a slow burn, burn? In, a, in a way, yeah. That's even worse because like, it could still falter. It could yes. still fall to the side. Yeah, so it was like, you know, conversations and meetings and and let's do this and yeah. let's have a conversation like you know and then and slowly and then you're like okay now you're going and you make you're going a deal up to the and ranch, you to the ranch doing, yeah. and then that's when it becomes really real in my opinion i mean that's when you're like what the hell just happened is that the moment that's the moment i think that's that the moment. The mo- i mean i think we were already like talking about stuff beforehand okay. and like doing pro- prelim stuff but yeah. that's the mo- of course i mean how can i don't how that has to be the moment also going so to but, the lot and seeing like yeah in, 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 in down here in, in Los Angeles, Atlanta, yeah. like seeing R2 and Yoda and like right, their right. little their little office here. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's uh, the whole real thing. It's it's pretty crazy. Well, that's an interesting insight to the business, though. There isn't necessarily just one call. There's a final you got go picture in a yes. way. But there's yeah, there's not always that way. Yeah, yeah. I think it's when like you're at Ewok Lake and like <laughs> and they're like. Dave's like, oh, yeah, that's where they uh, did the uh, right. Uh, they burned the Darth Vader. That's there. right. And you're like, that's uh, crazy. It's like you're. Yeah. It's that out of body that that was that Batman out of body situation again, and wow. then and then later when I, when 
with the Luke Skywalker thing. Yeah. I couldn't even talk about that because that was in the second series of Star Wars Forces. Right, right, right. And I think by this time, I think we'd been, either you'd been interviewed with us on Collider or... or and it I didn't think happen it, yet. You didn't happen yet. Nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had, you had to yet. sit on that one. Now. I had to sit on that one. And at that time, I think... Jedi, I think it was Leia's dress is the only one that had come out in terms of like right. Jedi. Although right. that was uh, Empire Strikes Back, but right, right. like that's that's another out of body. That's like working that working seeing Mark Hamill read your words as Luke Skywalker. Well, I didn't. Well, you know what? It's it's about writing for Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, which is yeah, because yeah, that right that that episode is Dagobah. Dagobah. Yeah, right. And I remember you saying something about that. Because he he later they do one they do do one in Jedi uh, uh, the other series and I don't think you wrote that yes, one. Yes, oh right? yeah. So uh, then after I had left, yeah, then yeah. Nicole Dubuque. I think Nicole that Nicole that. had done that one. Yes, she's amazing, of course. She's, she's great too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's right the Dagobah one, which that's crazy. Yeah, that's. Crazy. You're going to one of the most iconic sequences in Star in Wars, Star Wars yeah. and putting new words to it. Yeah, and, I mean, of course, Dave had to, like help. That's like a whole sure. hand in that, and it's. Oh my god! Sure, it's crazy. It's but it's your name on it. Oh yeah, no, it's no, no, your name there. No, but it's uh, and and I always want, was hoping Mark would do the voice. Yeah. So I'm glad that ended up happening because can he, can it could have sh- not. You know, easily sure, sure. Not. And I it, mean, and, it, and he's amazing. Well, he's also our, one of the best voice. Oh, he's amazing. He, yeah, voice that, that, that. So I'm like, this is also, also happens like, to be. And and I think he would might have been worried, like, oh, do I sound like my young self? I'm like, yeah. you can do it. And it he could do anything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, our, yeah, our our pal Matt Mercer does his voice in Battlefront too. Uh, oh, that's right. Yes. So yeah, they definitely will get other people, but right, right. to get Mark. And did you? So were you there in the booth that I day? Was, I did not get to no? go to that. No, oh, I, I don't know where yeah. the heck I was. I was not available. But I had met Mark at yeah, other, sure, other, sure. other stuff. Yeah, and uh, a different record. Um, and we talked about it a little bit. Great. And that's when he was like, "Oh, I, didn't, I hope that turned out okay." That's and the whole thing. Jen, that's insane as a yeah, Star Wars insane. fan. As someone influenced by Return of the Jedi as a kid. You're that's right, what I'm saying. You're like, writing words for The original trilogy is my thing. Yeah. So that's like, that's an out-of-body thing. Yeah. Like you can't, there's, n- it's just, there's no words. There's no, no words. No words. There's no words. Well learned, but no words. Yes. <laughs> um, so I'm very, I don't know how I got here, knock yeah. on wood. That was a knock on wood. That was a knock on wood. Yes. But you, uh, that that comes out. Yeah, and that was, it's so funny, it was that, that, that celebration, it had been, so you tweet out that picture, but it's kind of in everyone's rearview mirror. You know, you're thinking, ah, we'll hear about it, you know. Oh, yeah, that was like nine months earlier. Yeah, it is that. And then uh, the night before uh, that was all revealed, I was in a car with somebody. I won't say who to protect them. They're like, oh, I heard uh, whatever this new thing coming out is called Forces of Destiny. They register all these trademarks. It's like at midnight. Yeah. Oh, oh, you mean no? This was this was someone. We, I was in the car with somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, I just I just heard oh. what it is." Oh yeah, people look at the trademark stuff. Yeah, yeah and they're like, it's called Forces of Destiny and all stuff. And, and we were thinking, what the fuck is that, that the mean? title for right. episode eight? Like, what is it? We don't know. And then he's like, "No, nah, no, it's this this series, this animated series, folks on the." Oh, someone must have knew something. Oh, they knew. Oh, interesting. Uh, we people 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 forget we know sometimes in that web world. We 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 know people who know people and um, okay. Um, Whatever we were talking come from about, me. I don't Siri, know no that Siri was. turned on on my phone, so Lucasfilm's trying to listen to me now. Um, <laughs> but then they rolled it. They said, "Hey, it's a line. They've got a line of uh, figures with it, right, and right, it's right. focused on the female characters." And it was like, "Oh, that's that's not what we're expecting, but that's awesome." And right, then right. that's when it all synced up. Oh, like, oh, it's that picture from the, from that girl tweeting up at Lucasfilm. That's the thing. That bitch. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I was that very I excited about it from the beginning. It was pretty um, amazing. It, like honestly, one of the biggest memories is being at Celebration. Yeah up in Dave's suite with everybody and Sam was there and yeah. that video dropped of the of what it is, what it and, is. and Kathleen Kennedy talking about it and it's like being there with them awesome. at midnight seeing that was like that was another what the hell is happening well see moments. now that's these the, are just moments that you see and I you know what I was doing at the time studying for Star Wars trivia to defeat Sam Which you so did. that's why he that's didn't crazy. win he was partying with you guys I guess so yeah he was <laughs> man I can I still can't believe that happened man that is I can't believe it was that luck. is some uh, I know my stuff, but that was luck because he's a he's a he's a machine. He is a, you're both machines. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're Robo Wars. Robo Wars, yes. indeed. Um, so Star Wars, and hey, we're going to talk about uh, some of the time on Force Center because yeah, there's so many questions I, I have. Um, let's do that about let's the, do the Force. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the we're going to do that. Okay. Jennifer and Joseph get in there too because uh, 
Um, be, just because, yeah, I mean, it's fa- I, I, writing, not just writing for those characters, but you're answering questions. How, how Leia got her dress is a question I've been asking since I was seven. And so was I, which is why I pitched that. Yeah. And I wanted to. And you answered it. Uh, yeah. And I love the answer. Oh, that's good. Um, I, there was different kind of versions of that, but of course you go through like how sure. you, to the end point. And also they're short, so you have to cut that. But that's, that's for the gonna, other that, podcast. That's the other podcast. Um, I'll tell you all about that one, which is an interesting I'd love, I would love to hear that. Um, but I'd be risk if I, if I brought you all the way over here and schlepped you out here to Burbank to record, and we don't talk about another thing that is shared between us that we really, really love, and that is the Beatles. You I mentioned know. it already. What the hell? I, I, I don't know why I didn't know that. I don't either. I th- was it because you were at my house? I was at your house. Yeah, for this, this was it your, it was your birthday. You, oh, no, you, it was Christmas? Was it Christmas? Oh, yes, it was your, your, a solstice party. your solstice party. Yeah, yeah. And I showed up, and uh, you have again. There's amazing. There's like frame pictures of nerd stuff, and there's, a, there's like a Bill Murray picture. I remember Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, Ghostbusters right? in my bar. In your bar, <laughs> the goth bar. You got weapons laying around. Jen's yeah. got weapons in her house. She's got a bow and arrow and swords and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, then you kind of really like, oh, you haven't. Let me give you the the, the tour. The tour, so yeah. Uh, you have a Back to the Future bathroom. I think yeah. I Instagram from it. <laughs> um, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, then I was like, holy wait, time out. Pause. That. It's the Beatles thing. Right. And we, I had instruments. And I think I had mentioned yeah. Lefty Bass. And, and then I showed right. you my albums. Yes. My original, like, white album, original Sgt. Pepper, original yeah. vinyl. And it was. And it's weird because I talk I talk about Star Wars. I talk about Game of Thrones. I talk about pro wrestling. I talk about all these things, baseball, all these things I grew up with. The Beatles was my fr- baseball around the same, but Beatles was that super, super passion. But you don't, people don't, it, it, it's, people don't talk about, don't talk it, about much it much anymore. anymore. And then there's a, a, this weird movement I see sometimes of ad, they were overrated. And it's like, you might not like their music, but you don't understand what they did to the actual business of music and oh making music. Oh, yeah. Things from, they're the first to print lyrics on the album sleeves, all, this, all these kind of things that they did. You don't need to like the music, but you need to understand. So I, I get a little started. grumpy. I get a little, I'll get a little, uh, you right. know, like Paul's grandfather in Hard Day's Night. But, um, hey, Mister, can we have our ball back? Um, You're lucky to be here. <laughs> let it clean. So when did that, when did that, uh, this little Italian girl in, in right. Long Island, Start when did she connect the with the four lovable lads from Liverpool? Oh, my God. I, I, I think I was an Anglophile at heart. I'm, in another yeah. life, I must have been British. I, there's just no way. I, I, somehow. And I was 11. I was, mm-hmm. I was young. Yeah. And, uh... I'm trying to go back in time. And I mean, I, I remember loving the Beach Boys and I loved stuff from the 40s and 50s. I was okay. a weird kid and I loved stuff from <laughs> that, 20 years earlier. That's not weird. Yeah. Right. But like I loved 50s music and my dad introduced yep. me to that. And I think that's probably where it began from okay. 50s music because he was doo-wop and, gotcha. you know, he was 50s teenager. Yeah. And, um, and then the Beatles happened at 11 and that was the end of it. And like, that was my life. My, uh, like, uh, you gotta, you gotta, I'll show you the picture of my room. It was crazy. When everyone wow. was listening to like all the other stuff, yeah, yeah. I, I was Beatle girl. Uh, and I, I was, was the weirdo. I was, uh, yeah, but I was Beatle guy. Like I would grow yeah, my how beard. How old were you? Uh, so 12. So it was a twelve, age, so, like 11 and... Okay. Yeah, 12, and I always... This is what I always say, what I love about it. And again, if, if you're listening, you're not a Beatles fan, God bless you. We'll convert you one day. But like <laughs> Scott Mance, who's been on the show. John Rocco has been on the show. Jason Inman. We all share this. Really love... And again, uh, you know, who doesn't love the Beatles type of thing? It's a, it's a joke. You know, the, Howard Kramer, the comic, had a great joke. You know, oh, you like the, you like the Beatles? Great. Do you also like food? Right. Like, <laughs> I get it, but, it, but it's powerful when it grabs you. As in any band or music, it right. grabs you, it grabs you. But it's always, to me, a little different with the Beatles because you don't just fall into the music. You fall into this rock and roll Everything. story. Like, when I was a teenager, like, all, all of it's gone out of my yeah. head as a bummer, but, like, I knew trivia yeah. Like, you know, like Star like Same, I yeah. trivia with 40 year old men would be like, oh, my <laughs> God, how do you know that? And like I was a kid and yeah. I know like interviewers names that interviewed like Yoko and John yes. in 1970, like three and doing like like obscure in the mid in the early to mid 90s. You and I would have been a formidable team <laughs> at a Beatles pub night, <laughs> right? A pub trivia night. And we would have behind you there on the shelf. There's that book. Uh, it's the white spine one that just is the complete Beatles Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That is the that is every single professional day of the Beatles documented. I used to read it cover to cover. Oh my god, I have some. I should show you some of my books that I have that are out of print. Now. Yeah, like I have like photo books that you can't even get anymore. Oh, I love that. That I lost, and I lost some stuff. I had a flood. You had a flood recently, in the gr- and I lost my Paul McCartney's "Flower in the Dirt." 
um, original, like the tour, because I was there, because I was at you 15, were, I went to, there. I was there in Jersey. There. I, and then the Beatle Fest of Caucus in yeah. New Jersey, 1989, 91, 92, 92. So like, yeah, I, I was like at Beatle Fest in, in, in Jersey, like the whole love thing. It. it was crazy. Yeah. 1987 for me, but 12, my friend Sean Phillips, I've told the story other places, I apologize, I've heard it, my friend Sean Phillips at a slumber party out in a tent, hands me a cassette of Sgt. Pepper. And okay, I'd heard how? something okay. before. My mom had bought me a Beatles rarities disc, the one with the German uh, Schleipdig, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you yeah. know, uh, you know my name, look up the number, all these things that I was like 10 going, what is this? And of course, they, those are like the yeah. weird ones. Yeah. I love how they picked. It was really weird. Yeah. It was like. Uh, That's like number stuff. nine. Here you yeah. go. Yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah, get into the Beatles, number nine. We must have let the night watchman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then it was when my friend organically just goes, have you heard of these Beatles? Oh, I have heard of them. Try this. And Sergeant Pepper boom. blew your mind. Yeah, though, you know, Abbey Road eventually becomes my favorite album. But Is that knows? yours? That's mine. See, I like a little I more rocking. Let it be. That's yeah, tough. I'm, see, yeah. I'm surprised because, well, number one, I think at Beatlefest, they Play, let it be all the time. The, the documentary. documentary, but like I got a feeling is so amazing, and, and like two of us, you don't like I got a no, feeling. No, no, I like it's close between Let It Be and Abbey oh, so Road it is my favorite. Okay, album. yes, yeah. and and honestly, Rubber Soul is a, a very yeah. underrated yeah. as well, and and Beatles for Sale. I think the, that's when their transition was, and Revolver, obviously. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that was the so when you're 11, what is what is the song, the album, the moment? How do you fall into I it? I think when I was that young, it was probably Meet the Beatles, which was an amazing album, and right. I have an original right. of the Meet the Beatles, which is fantastic. And then of course we had Hard Days Night and Help, which is by the way. Any nerd goes watches goes to watch Help would enjoy Help because it's it's a it's a James Bond parody. It's funny and it's sixties. I always say it's it's James Bond and like the first like naked gun yes. uh, Fairly Brother early Fairly Brothers type of uh, parody. Yes, movie. they would enjoy it. They would yes. be like they would get it. I think Hard Day's Night they probably would kind of get pretty bored. Hard, but yeah, but Hard, hard Day's comparatively. Night comparatively. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right because yeah, yeah. they're totally too different. Even though the, it's, oh my god, it, from from a from the distance they might look similar, but yeah. Right, right. Hard Day's Night is a, is kind of this piece of art in a way. It's yes. just extended, though. I mean, it's got some great funny stuff. Yes. Oh and, no, it yeah. totally does. I mean, it, the, the, we're, laugh we're at. just doing the, well, like the Paul's grandfather. Of, right. The, the my the, the lady that stops Lennon in the uh, underneath the the hallway in the behind stage, like, oh, you don't look like him at all. All oh, right. Uh, that whole sequence. Oh, that was um, and but, that's where the interview. You mother, 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 mother. How'd you get here? We just turned left. Um, <laughs> All that stuff. What do you, what do you call your hairstyle? Arthur. Oh, um, <laughs> but help, help is silly. In this, it's ridiculous. I mean, they shrink and there's a ring and there's like sacrifice and yeah, yeah. And I always go crazy. Randomly, I'll just tell people like, "Hey, Beato, you should have fun." No, people are like, "What are you talking?" I'm like, leave but, them, leave but them, like, leave it's the so 1965, and yeah. like, and they'll like walk off a, like a little jet plane, and mm-hmm. like, it's it's so mm-hmm. it's all James Bondy stuff and yeah. fun, but like it. I don't think that uh, Peter Sellers was probably the closest stuff to that. That's a great then. example. Yeah. Yes. That was probably the closest. Yeah. And so I highly recommend it for people who aren't huge Beatles people. Well, they could just be like, Oh, I might do a, I try to do a help or a hard day's night watch along uh, at some be, point on the knapsack files. Uh, so you're in, you're in, you're in like Flynn. Who's your favorite Beatle? Is it, is it McCartney? Uh, yeah, you're mentioning Paul. him. McCartney Paul, Paul's my man. Paul, 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 he's fantastic. It's Paul's grandfather. And he's, uh, I think he just, he just resonated with number one. He's cute. Yeah. As hell, but also, <laughs> and he played left. He was lefty. You lefty, yeah. You're <clears throat> connecting to that. That's fine. That he also had the most lyrical pop mm-hmm. stuff that flowed supernaturally. All the way, George was amazing too. And Ringo, God bless his heart. I love Ringo. George is my Beatle. But hey, he had some albums. You know, Ringo had some albums. And uh, yeah. so you're John. Uh, no, George. George. Oh, George. And George is. Um, there might have been a part where I was. John, it might have been a point where I was Paul, and I ended up settling on George. So not John, because most people are John. It, most people are John, um, and, but it was George. It ended up being George, and okay. what? But it, but it was his solo stuff. All things must pass. Is oh, is that that God. gets me through a lot, and um, and traveling Wilburys after that. Yes, and that's that rocked my world. It absolutely did. Oh my God, yeah. I remember sitting in the dugout of my little league team, singing along to like humming Traveling Wilburys alone on the far end of the dugout because no one would go near me. I think, yeah, I was like in high school, like yeah. they're like, what is wrong yeah. with you? But I did find some some like minded girls, which was amazing. And that's, you know. Really? Yeah. It, which was, was that fantastic. difficult to find Beatle girlfriend, girl, girl yeah, fans and, 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 at the I time? Think back, this was long enough ago where they yeah. knew who the freaking Beatles were. So yeah. yes, we, I actually had a few. And it was, it was interesting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
it's it's fun to find your folk. Yeah, and I was in, and I got to go with some people to the Beetle Fest and stuff, and, and I never I did enjoy that stuff. I never did well, any. Where, of that. Where'd you grow up? You grew I up- grew up in Pismo Beach, but two and a half hours north of here. Okay, so, so there's probably not tons we had a, around. No, nah, yeah. we had a we had a Beetle uh, cover band come into a big concert, oh, that's awesome. and I got to interview uh, Louise Harrison, George's oh, sister. Right, yeah. She was out for that. She but was at a lot of the Beatles. Yes, out east. Yeah. She was sweet. She was sweetheart. Super sweet. Yeah. I was so nervous. She called in, and I had to set up my reel to reel to at the radio station. Oh. Did an hour plus interview. Oh my god. And my friend Dave, uh, since since he passed oh away. Oh my god, you must. Oh. A uh, big fan. Um, he could do a killer, George. We would interview her. You must get be off. Your shit. Yeah, I was so nervous. Twenty years old. Uh, I, uh, I, I loaded up the reel wrong. <gasps> Nothing recorded. <gasps> Oh so my God, I would have... I died. Oh my God. And we contact her back and go, we are so sorry. I'm like, oh my God. Mrs. Harrison, I'm so sorry. Um, did she say And she yes? said, oh, just give me a little bit and I'll call back again. Oh. And she did. About, like later in the afternoon, we okay. reset up. Same, gave the same interview. So sweet. Please don't tell so, me you did it again. No, no, no. <gasps> Got it. Okay. We put it, we aired it on the radio okay. station. It was good. It was fascinating because she was, George was visiting her family in Ohio okay. when he made his first secret first trip to America. Oh. And so she told us all that. Oh, I didn't even. Yeah, yeah. I don't even. Yeah, like she, he had visited her at one point. Okay. And, and during that time, during that, during that time, right yeah, before yeah, everything yeah. kind of broke. Um, it's pretty fascinating to get that close. No, that's, uh, it's. It's yeah. so weird, even at that age, although I was a little younger, like when Roy Orbison died, mm-hmm. like, I'm Remember like, oh, them? there goes the Traveling Wilburys. Like, they were going to tour. Like, there was a whole thing that was going to happen. I was yeah, like, yeah. this is death. And then Del Shannon was going to come in, I believe, to oh, replace that I Roy. Don't oh, is that right? Uh, and then that didn't happen. I think he might have passed away around the time. It was, oh. it was, it was a little curse of the Wilburys. It was like, <laughs> it was, that, it was like, it's over. You know, like, I forget the exact, I think Orbison was like 50 when he died. Yeah, it, it wasn't super, I think he was a little older than that, but was he, he was not... Young. Yeah, and I know he's. I mean, a big he was that old. Yeah, yeah but yeah. that's thing. I, yeah, I look yeah, now. I'm like, I'm, I'm close to you know getting up there. Um, <laughs> I could have been a Wilbury. Right, could have been. Totally could have been a Wilbury. Uh, and you do you does anything about the Beatles influence your writing, your storytelling? I think I think sense of humor. To be honest, yeah. Um, because they were so. Well, it's because they had that British sense of cheeky. Humor. They were super cheeky. Don't be cheeky. And they and that translates to a lot of. Stuff that mm-hmm. I yeah so I think humor wise kinda yeah. like drama wise not necessarily it wouldn't uh, yeah musically absolutely but okay. but that sense of humor I'm yeah okay. well that made me think of something but yeah <sighs> I I I in high school when I started video production yeah everything I tried to make was Magical Mystery Tour which of all the things that oh. should influence your work you shouldn't choose you shouldn't, that one yeah even I yeah. That Boxing Day disaster. I love it. Maybe I love Yellow it. Submarine, but even Yellow that's submarine. terrifying, by the way. The Blue Minis freak me the fuck Blue out. Blue Minis do freak me out. Okay, because I can't even watch that. And yeah. I, I love them, but I'm like, oh, guys, I love you, but I cannot watch <laughs> I cannot. I but, yeah, no, everything I want to do is weird, uh, experimental. Okay. Crazy characters on a mission. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, no, I, I didn't get that experimental side of them. I did. I got the, like... Mid sixties humor, humor. Yeah. But, that, but that's and that's the way to do it. My my like my favorite sequence might have been uh, uh, Lennon eating the spaghetti till he like about explodes or what? Or Lennon's keep. Uh, oh, you mean uh, for, in, in, in Magic Mystery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lennon is scooping the spaghetti onto uh, Ringo's grandmother's. <laughs> it's it's uh, plate. It's that that kind of stuff. So that I'm glad that didn't influence your work. It did not. But the humor did. Yes, the humor did. The cheeky and I, humor. So I got the good parts of that. <laughs> and I have to like and. Yeah, and Nathan Hamill and I were yeah. talking a little about about that. I was like, I think he had posted something. I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, oh, you're a Beatles fan? Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, I did the whole tour thing with the fan. I was like, oh my yeah. god, that's freaking crazy. I had no idea. Like, was well, I, I haven't talked to with Nathan about the Beatles because we're too busy talking about Young Guns. Um, okay, yeah, that's another thing we have to talk about. Like, what is with <laughs> freaking Young Guns and Young Guns two specifically? I mean, both. Like, what's I, I have to ask guys? I mean, I'm sorry, Jeff, we have to do this for like it, two minutes. It's okay. No, no, I love okay. this. Just love this. What is the deal? Um, I don't quite know the deal yet. Uh, no, um, it <laughs> I is. I love those movies, by the way. But God bless you. Okay. Um, I'm launching soon, and who knows? Maybe it will. Eh, probably won't because of Star Celebration. But I'm launching a short, a short series podcast here on the feed called okay. "I Shall Finish the Game," where I interview people just about Young Guns because I have that many people in my life that what? this movie affects them. These movies affect them. Um, That's it. I don't, I, I, I always say this. I love Westerns. I love Westerns. But I don't have like a catalog of here's 59 Westerns I, I've uh, loved. I, 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 I just, I'm obsessed with the historic time period 
including all the realistic stuff about it. Like yeah. I've read a lot of the real, here's the real story yeah, yeah. Um, of the Earps and Billy the Kid and uh, Holiday, all the stuff. But there's just something about the Young Guns. Um, it is the Powell's thing, what runs through. And at my, my best friend, Paul, uh, he's a, a police officer. We work together in security and everything. And like, there's that kind of brotherly connection during tough times and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and, and fighting people together and, and that kind of, I shall finish that, the game. I mean, magnificent stuff. I mean, they all, yeah, it's yes. that kind of that, that connection that sure, way, sure. but that's not it. Then it like, other, like, you know, Mark Riley loves it. Nathan, and I meet Nathan Hamill. It's like, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I know your dad's Luke. Um, you like young guns. Let's talk about that all the time. <laughs> like, amazing. cause and, I'm a spaghetti Western person. See, yeah. And I, it, I don't know. I, I, oh, I, yeah, that, that's Western what I mean person. when I say, I love the, I think it's the historical time period, okay. faults and all and reality of it all. And I okay. love that time period. I love Tombstone. I love the popcorn movie. Yeah, and then movies. it was like it was the nineties. It was nice. Yeah, well, yeah. Young Guns is uh, what eighty nine. Young Guns two, I think ninety ninety one. Yes, it was all that. And Tombstone's yes. what ninety three, ninety four range. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm slipping. Yeah, but I love those. Yes, but I. I I it, mean, I started with Ennio Morricone, but also yeah. every, everyone's Italian. Every Italian, so yeah, like, and a spaghetti. You, you would at, like the spaghetti. You look at the credits. At a like, bowl of pasta. You're yeah. like, wow. And I think <laughs> there was a joke at Mystery Science Theater once where, like, I think they, it was Danger Diabolic. They're like, wow, this movie has really nice shoes. <laughs> and I was like, Clean yeah. Shoes. Yeah, because it was Very all clean. Italians. Uh, but yes, yes. Uh, so so just more the modern stuff, not the old stuff. Uh, just, yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But so that but that's what's weird about it. So I just connect with and yeah, I do like Young Guns two better than Young Guns one. Uh, I think it's a bit more of a film. The first one has a lot of just heavy metal music of the eighties. Oh and, right, so it's like know, yeah, it was even like though Bon Jovi's in the second one, I love but that's but that's the second one. The first one's just the the, the soundtrack, the score right. is not western. And it, that's, it is it's like Sylvester does Young Guns two. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I who did one? I forget. don't know that. I don't think he did okay. it, but yeah, he did the score, yes. and then he got Bon Jovi releasing his his right. songs. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it is, it is silly. Uh, it is silly stuff. I put, when it's on, I keep it on. Yeah. Like I'm a fan. I, 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 God bless you. Oh, yes, as I, you should. So I, I don't, don't know. I don't know if I, I have the answer. can't explain why. That's why I want to have this podcast series because I really want to find out. Cause it is, it is a thing. When I find a young guns fan, okay. it's like the Beatles thing. We find, <laughs> we find our kind. Okay. Mark Ellis is Mark Riley, really? Nathan, others. Okay. Yeah, uh, I am, I'm not going to lie. I am. Mm-hmm. You're that. Yeah. I'm putting you on the list. Then okay. we'll do a roundtable yeah. discussion about. Yes, I'll it, probably the lightest of that, but like westerns is my th- like a thing it's a for thing. me. I don't know why though. It has been and it's and it continues. So anytime mm. there's new westerns, I'm like, oh god damn, I'm a sucker. Like even like Buster Scruggs, I'm like, oh, I god love damn, Buster, Buster Scruggs, which was which was it, ha- fascinating. Fascinating. Fascinating is a good way to say it. haunting. Yes. Some of the stories were haunting. Yes, love that. And um, so like anytime like or th- like mm. three Yuma, like I'm like, oh god. Damn it! Don't give me a western because I will. I will see I, it no matter what. I've you know so I've never seen the original, but I love the I love the remake. Yeah, I think the remake's underrated in terms of westerns. That, ben and, Foster, and that's I think um, Jennifer uh, uh, Christian Bale. What's that? Who was, was Jennifer Hudson in that one? No, was she? No, mm-mm, she was mm-mm. in something else that was. I forget. No, I forget which it was. I forget. But anyway, the point is westerns. You like westerns. westerns? Yes, I do. What I'm is it? What did you do? Can you answer that? How does that influence I, your writing? I wonder. Uh, well, cinematically, musically, I mean, my Kay. God, it was amazing. Um, uh, it's, it's in terms of drama, yeah. it's, it's long pauses, it's shots. Yeah. And, and honestly, in, in animation, you do that a lot, which is thinking visually right. and cinematically and like boarding. You, you think yeah. in that way a little bit more. I'm sure, I'm sure live okay. action does, but it, it, like people are like, what's the biggest difference between the two? Okay. And I think it is about thinking visually. Um, and I think Westerns, I mean, are so, it depends on the Western, of course, by the way, but there's yeah, a yeah. lot of amazing epic stuff and there's wides, a lot of wides. And it's just, it, there's something about the music and it is, oh, it is that feeling so of, of a, of a mythical wide open space. Yeah. It's just something about it. Yeah. Man, I can breathe better. It, it's so weird. Cause it's like, even you go like Logan, you know, it's like, a, it's like a superhero Western. I don't know specifically what that means, but I know. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. The concept right. of an Obi-Wan movie or TV series, right? Yeah. Obi-Wan in the desert. It's like a star Wars Western. Right. I don't know what that means specifically, but right. I totally agree with G- that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So no, I am like, I don't know why it, I don't know what it is. I don't know how it affects me other than like wide and cinematic. Cause there's not right. a lot of quippiness in Westerns pretty no. much 90% of the time, which might Unless be, it's like, you know, well, Val but it, yeah, yeah, Val Kilmer, <laughs> but young as me, but then it's not, it's, uh, you know, there's not, 
there's a lot of humor in Young Guns and Young Guns oh, too, totally. but it, it's not. Also, they had like delivered. all the cutest guys of the freaking like early nineties. You're like, oh, well, let's put like the brat pack in there. It's not that's but, true. You know, Emilio's going to jump out of that bathtub. You're going to see those uh, honestly, hot buns. Even, you know, before Mel Gibson went south, Maverick yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maverick was a right. great Jodie Foster. Yeah, Jodie Foster was fantastic. So yeah, I love that's interesting. A lot. Big Maverick. Beatles, Star Wars, Westerns, Italian. Oh, by the way, you cook like no one's business. Oh, Jen, you're the perfect you. woman. I you're the perfect try. person, perfect writer. You're the best. Just just announce it, you know, just yeah. in case. You know, just <laughs> have my phone number handy Here, for people. Here's you, know. A, I, you know, Jen throws this party at her house, at her amazing nerd house. And we, we show up. I show up with Joseph Scrimshaw, yeah. the first center partner. I'll tell, tell the story. We show up, and there's some people we know. And, and that's the thing. You're one of those people... Almost everyone knows you in our circle. Like it's like, how do you know Jen? How do you know Jen? That's, wow, that's so funny. It's everyone says crazy. that. Yes. You know, it, I've been surprised. Your birthday party was at Scum and Villainy. That yes. was that's why I was, that was. Uh, so yeah, you yes. show up and it's like, hey, what are you doing here? Well, I'm here for a party. I am too. What party? We, we all point to you. Like, <laughs> oh, how do you know Jen? Um, that's kind of awesome. Even Will it, was like, I haven't seen that person in twenty right. years. They're like, that's I'm crazy. Like, and it was he had a good. So uh, we walked to your house and uh, you know. Uh, it's it's your party, so I understand you're hosting, and it wasn't your birthday. It was the solstice event. Yeah, yeah. Going to the kitchen, and and another person you know, my friend David Fickus. Oh, which is crazy. Crazy I, I had no that idea. the whole nother circle. Yes, you know David and Bryce circle. from Drama Three Four. Yeah. Old Schmoes fans will know those names. And uh, <laughs> we walk in the kitchen. Do you need any help? And you're like, oh, and you're always so nice. I ah, know. Uh, maybe we can. And so we start taking, you had literally cooked a feast for 50 people by yourself, Jen. Yeah, I know. I'm crazy. And it was restaurant quality. Oh, thank when you. When did that, is that just the Italian t- kicks uh, in? That's the one thing, like at growing up, like we had, we didn't have any, we had no money, but we did know how to throw parties and, and cook in bulk. Manja, manja. And we had like, like with, with the, like I had a very small Italian family in terms of like my mom and my sister, but mm-hmm. like in terms of the extended, it was like 16 of us or wow. 17 of us and the cousins and stuff. So like you just knew how to do that. And that's the one that's the, those were the good memories I had that I kept. And I've had theme parties for years. Yeah. Like back in the, like when I was a teenager, I had like Star Wars theme parties, but like even <laughs> when I came here, I'd have Halloween, like right. I, I'm known for the parties and I'm very, very proud of that. and very happy about that. But like, it's Makes getting sense. harder to cook. It's getting harder and harder to cook. Like I made Yorkshire puddings like from scratch. I mean, that was, I think I'm a, like, I'm like, I wish okay. I'd taken, I'm not a take a picture of food person, but I wish I had because it was impressive. Oh, thank you. Uh, as we start to wrap up here, Jen, though, I yes. got to ask this big question, uh, dream projects, uh, I'm not oh. counting ones you're already working on or might be working on. What okay. do you think in your soul? I still need to do. What does Jennifer Murrow need to add to her IMDb list and her legacy? What do you want to do? Star Trek. I'm yeah. a huge, 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 huge Star Trek person. What? You didn't even hesitate. No, yeah, Zinia. Star Trek is definitely up there. I would love Buffy again in some way would be fantastic. Okay. Xena would be fantastic. There um, you go. The Mascara would be fantastic. Wow. Um, uh, for t- in TV, that would be. Yeah. Uh, Time yeah. Bandits is happening. I would have said Time Bandits, but that's already happening right now. So okay. That's a, that's unfor- a, unfortunately, yeah. that's taken, although, yeah, that would have been a nice thing. But, um I'm like, that's just off the top of my head. Was Star Back Trek. to the Future would be amazing. That that should never happen. Leave it alone. Don't right, yeah, it. yeah. Do not touch that's, it. That's so dangerous. But like, if it ever did, I'd be like, you want to walk away? <laughs> back. I got uh, this. That's <laughs> like a thing. Uh, but, but, but yeah, Star, Star Trek, Trek. Yeah, big, big, you know, whether it be, you know, no, of course they're doing all of this. Yeah, now, there's so, a lot of it. So yeah, opportunity. I mean, there's, though, those are really like, Oh, also, if they ever do new Golden Girls, everyone back the fuck up. <laughs> that's mine. Or Three's <laughs> Company. But, but yeah, like, that's oh, a rebooted Three's Company in a way would be interesting too. I, mean, I don't even know how the hell they do it at this. Go- Golden age. Girls would be interesting because if you you took the same like characters in the same ages, they would look drastically different they would now. Super drastically so different like, now. Here's Jennifer Tilly approaching sixty. She's <laughs> she looks not sixty looking. She's yeah, not. Yeah, it's yeah, a whole yeah. other. They'd have to be like eighty. Eighty. But, eighty. Uh, yeah. So let, let's Goldener Girls. Gold, yeah. Gold, gold, gold. Okay. But that's, yeah, let's, let's hope. I love it. But Star Trek, let's get Jen some Star Trek. Yes, please. Uh, great. Jen, this is a lot of fun Thanks. and love hearing a little bit more things I didn't know, things I did know, but diving in and yeah, I, I would, 
each and every one of the things we discussed, I could probably do it an hour long show. Yes, uh, uh, we could just chat and drink bourbon all day. Absolutely, talking <laughs> to Beatles, Star Wars, Young Guns and Beyond, and uh, food. That's my other favorite oh, thing. But thank you so much. Uh, thank I want you. people to follow you so they can uh, tell you how much they uh, love this interview, uh, look up to you, and love your work because I know there's some fans out there. Oh, uh, Forces of Destiny, uh, specifically, obviously going to bring a lot of eyes to it, but yeah. uh, they loved your work. So, uh, where can they follow you? So, yeah, on Twitter, it's I think it's Jennifer Muro. I'm mm-hmm. pretty darn sure it is. Um, Instagram is official Jennifer Muro, which is mm. hysterical because my friend TJ Fixman, who's an amazing screenwriter, right. he makes fun of me, calls me official Jennifer Muro every time he <laughs> sees me. And it's amazing and I love it and I hope he never stops. Yeah. And so those are the two main places. And uh, yeah, so really on Twitter, it's Jennifer Muro, mm-hmm. at Jennifer Muro. And I say Muro like a West Coast person. Muro is correct. Like, and it, Muro, Muro. Muro is like just a Long Island accent. I was going to say, yeah. Because well, it's M-U-R-O. Right. So it's Muro. I mean, it's Muro. Muro. Well, that's, but, but my, that's just obnoxious. I'm Napsock, but okay. old school, cross the, you know, back over in Circassia, yeah. Cir- Circassian uh, lands, it's Nepsic. So I don't go around saying Napsock. Right. It's Napsock. Napsock, yeah. Not, not, not Napsack. Right. Not knapsack, <laughs> as I got all through high school and oh, junior high. Oh, did you? Okay. Oh, of course. Okay. And people hear M- Muro, and Muro. they're like, oh, M-I-R-O? And I'm like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, 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 Because so, it's the accent, Muro. Muro. Like, Muro. when I was a kid, I sounded like that. So, yes, M-U-R-O. Follow Jennifer. Uh, call her official, because she is. <laughs> yes, uh, on Instagram, and then Twitter's just Jennifer. Muro. Absolutely. Let her know. She's got a lot of cool things coming up there, especially if, uh, if you're a critter. Critical yeah. Role fans, stay tuned for some of the amazing things coming down there. And then, and hopefully soon we'll be able to talk about maybe some stuff cool, all right? Yes, I would like that. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, before we get out of here, i got to thank all my Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash Ken Napsack. Not the Napsack files anymore. It is patreon.com slash Ken Napsack, including my executive producer, Tears, uh, Tears supporters, David Ham. It's DJ Snacks to you and me, Thomas Risley, my friend, Lee the Logan X, Matthew Simon Bedore, my Fortnite coach on uh, Twitch, Matthew Maroney, Matt Thompson, Tamor, and Abdul, Nikki Baldwin, Donald Long, and Nathan Uffendale. If you joined in the time that I, uh, since I recorded this episode, I will add your name later. Don't forget my book, Why We Love Star Wars, is out now, available for pre order on Amazon. Amazon. You've heard of Amazon and a lot of other things where you can buy books. I will get all the proper information once I know them because at the time of this episode, I haven't had my official marketing call. All right. So that is it. Jen, thank you so much again. We'll do it again soon. Talking more things nerdy and food and D&D and all of it. Thank you all out there in the Knapsack Files land. We'll see you.